0: 1 Corinthians eleven twenty three twenty six, 26. For I pass on to you what I received from the Lord himself. On the night when he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and said, This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, This cup is a new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink it. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. And the Lord add his blessing to his word. Well, today is Thanksgiving Sunday, a day that we set aside in our nation to give thanks for all the blessings that we received over the past year. Its intention is to cause us to reflect over our lives to give thanks for such things as provision, uh, the harvest that's going on right now, friendship, family, and people in our lives. It was also originally designed to remind us to give thanks to God. And we realize that's not really stressed that much in our society today. A society tries to get away from its roots and its history. But God is very much an historical part and an important part of any Thanksgiving celebration. Now, when we look at uh, when Thanksgiving was kind of first started, uh, some would look back to 1621 where there was a harvest festival with the indigenous people and the English Puritans. And during this time, each group brought food common to their culture and celebrated together in peace and in friendship. And I'm thinking, if that's that's what we call our original one or the first one that we call a a a... Thanksgiving Day, I think it would be good for us to remind ourselves that we need another one. Uh, we need to continue to do this. We need to value one another. We need to respect one another. We need to come together as friends, working together for peace. And imagine our world right now with all the conflicts that are going on, if only we would do that, that we would work together for peace. And that's part of the early celebration of thanksgiving now of course the major part of that first thanksgiving was the giving of thanks to god recognizing that all good things come from god and he deserves our thanks and he deserves our praise and thanking god having a focus on god during our thanksgiving celebration should be something that as christians especially that should be very common for us to do you know during this uh Those first celebrations of Thanksgiving, it was very common, obviously, thank God for the harvest, Uh, thank God for the provisions that they've experienced, thank God, some of them were Thank God for their safe passage, uh, for peace with the inhabitants of the land and the blessings uh, that they've experienced over the past year. However, when we think of Thanksgiving here today, usually it's more of a focus on our families and a focus on the food part which is, that's okay. Those are good things. And it's definitely, uh, you know, a part of it. But we need to remind ourselves that originally Thanksgiving is also about giving thanks to God. And not just a simple little prayer, but times of prayer, times of giving offerings to God, times of consecration to God, uh, a much more serious thing than what we're doing uh, often today. You know, if you think about All the things they did when they first started Thanksgiving or first celebrated Thanksgiving. Imagine if we would do all those practices today. I think we'd have a very different feeling about our Thanksgiving time. And so, Thanksgiving does need to be a time to remember those blessings that we've experienced. Uh, It needs to be a time where we honor one another, we rejoice with one another. Uh, where we honor our God with praise, with giving, with prayers, with consecration. And and those are all good things that we can do to praise and to give thanks unto our God. But we need to realize that Thanksgiving goes way back, far further than the 1600s, but goes back to the Jewish celebrations in the Bible. Thanksgiving uh, times were associated with various offerings that were given to God from the very beginning. And one of those offerings that were associated from the very beginning was the peace offering, which was presented as an expression of thanksgiving. That was to be a part of it. So part of that peace offering, there were some areas there that became known as the thank offering. And the thank offering, part of that part, was that, first of all, it's directed to God, where the best sacrifice was to be given to Him. And we need to understand that God, deserves our best. God deserves, you know, the first fruits of our offerings. He's not to be given our leftovers. Scripture makes it quite plain that giving our best to God is really the practice all of us as Christians should be following. And to do so, it's actually to our advantage. Proverbs 3, 9 and 10 says, Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best part of everything you produce. Then you will fill your barns with grain, and your vats will overflow with good wine. You know, there are many blessings in the Bible, even as you give, uh, where God responds back to you. And God is saying here as well, that as you give and as you honor Him, then He will honor you, and He will fill your barns with grain, your vats will overflow, in other words, your needs will be provided for as you honor Him first and foremost." And so that's the first part of a thank offering is to honor the Lord and to uh, uh, give thanksgiving and also to give that offering unto the Lord. Now, another part of that thank offering includes uh, a portion of that sacrifice wasn't just given to God, it was also given to the priests, God's representatives. And uh, kind of a similar practice when you think back uh, many years ago, sometimes churches still do it, we're thinking of doing it. Uh, this year as well, we just kind of ran out of time to do it. But you know, if you've been brought up in church, you'll probably remember during times of Thanksgiving where we used to put uh, the crops from our gardens all across the front of a platform. And um, as we do that, you'd be bringing your offerings, and it was considered an offering to God. And then at the end of the service, it was the pastor, God's representative, that would then take those offerings and take them home. And so that was something that we used to do. And it's kind of close to that Old Testament uh, practice here where as they gave an offering, a portion was given to the priest. And then a third part of the thank offering was that a a portion was given back to the giver. You received back what you gave, a portion of it. And that portion was for you to use to have a feast with your family and with your friends. And, And again, as you give to God, God will give back To you, give, and it shall be given to you. Pressed down, shaken together, running over, and so really, uh, giving an offering of thanksgiving is something that is very profitable, and that we see even a feasting part is included in that. And so, having a meal is more than just having a meal; it's to represent that this is God's blessing back to you for all that you know you have offered under God, how you've blessed God. And having that meal around your table, whether it's today, tomorrow, or whenever you might be celebrating that day, it's like God saying back, and this is the provision I give back to you that you might have this. And even as we go back to the passage talking about communion, we need to realize that uh, that communion service that we draw from was done during a meal. Uh, It was the Passover meal where people, uh, again, uh, a lamb was was slain. Uh, There was food to be shared, brought together, and uh, during that time, um, uh, the people would uh, ha- celebrate communion. And uh, we see here at a, the at a passage that we read in 1 Corinthians, that it talks about they were having a meal as a church. And at the end of that meal, they would then go into a communion service. Now, they were having a few problems because they weren't waiting for other people, but that's when they had their communion service. And as important as the Lord's Supper is, or his communion, or some people call it the Eucharist, Uh, the aspect of thanksgiving is still there. And interesting enough, in the institution of communion, it involves consecration, uh, involves sacrifice, the sacrifice of Jesus Christ that was given, the body and blood of the Lord, and that those are kind of things that are important, and also a time of worship, a time of examination, a a meal, a, a time of remembrance, a time of thanksgiving. And so those things are very familiar, or very similar, I should say, to what was happening in the Old Testament as they offered thanks unto God. Now, as we uh, come into the New Testament, and as we look at the participation that we have in our communion today, celebrating that we should be coming together as family, as friends, It's not a table of a church. Sometimes we make it that. It's not a table of the church. It's supposed to be a table of the Lord where all of God's people can come together and participate and share in this. And it shows that as we participate in this communion or this Last Supper, Eucharist, whatever you want to call it, again, we're shown that thanksgiving is important. And, you know, when you think of that and think of Jesus instituting that first communion service, Jesus was offering a prayer of thanks over that bread that was to represent his body, over that cup that was to represent his blood that was going to be shed. And if you can imagine that for a moment, here is Jesus giving thanks, and he's about to suffer greatly. Sometimes, you know, we, we look at thanksgiving that we only give thanksgiving when things are good. When things are wonderful and when we're happy and we're rejoicing, well, then we can give thanks. Well, we need to remind ourselves as we look to Jesus, he was giving thanks even though he knew that it was going to cost his very life shortly. And so as you think about that, again, thanksgiving is something that's very important. For I pass on to you, verse Corinthians 11, 23, 24, what I received from the Lord himself on the night when he was betrayed... Again, he already was betrayed at this point. The Lord took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Don't you find that amazing? He's experienced betrayal, and now he's getting ready for his own death, but he's still taking that time to give thanks unto God. So so thanksgiving is something that's very important in regards to our faith, and it really does teach us uh, that even at a crucial time in our lives where things maybe are not going so great or so wonderful, that Thanksgiving is still an appropriate response even in distressing times. Now, back to our own Thanksgiving today that we're celebrating, I think it's good for us that we examine ourselves to see if on our minds today, what are we thinking about? Are we thinking about what's happening in our world today today? Are we thinking about, you know, if you're doing a turkey or whatever you're maybe cooking today as a Thanksgiving meal, or if you've got family with you today, what's really on your mind the most? Is it Thanksgiving and praise to God? Sometimes it is, and sometimes it's not. And I realize that sometimes for people, you know, times that are special days can be very difficult times for some people, especially have you experienced loss of a family member throughout the past year or so, and you know you kind of, or you had a you know a real bad year, you had a tough financial year, or, or something happened, a trial, or uh, something took place where there's disappointment. Sometimes we can come into a, a Thanksgiving weekend like that, and Thanksgiving is not on our minds, and yet God is telling us that it does need to be on our mind. Thanksgiving does need to be upon. Your mind. You're saying a little bit about it today where as you begin to praise Him, as you begin to give thanks, it kind of starts to lift off those heavy bands and those things that are weighing you down and discouraging you as you start to focus on the Lord. And that's basically what God's trying to show us throughout the whole Bible. Thanksgiving is always an appropriate response. And so we need to muster up some faith during these times when life is difficult and still come before the Lord and say, God, you know, things are really terrible right now, but God, I'm going to give you thanks. And as you start focusing upon Him and what He does for you and how He's blessed you throughout the years and what He's still able to do, it really does change your whole demeanor. And it's important that we do that. You know, the Bible says, First Thessalonians 5, 18, Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Thankfulness is God's will for us. It should be our focus in every circumstance. Now, it doesn't mean that, you know, you thank God for a bad situation. You know, that, that's, you, you don't do that. However, even in a bad situation, you look for something that you can turn your focus from the bad situation to look to God, to let faith start to rise, for you to start believing, and the Bible says, start giving Thanks. Start giving thanks to God. Get your focus changed off the situation that is bad or difficult and get it on someone that is able to touch you and to minister to you. So be thankful in all circumstances. Strive, you know, to to be thankful. Strive not to be caught up with your problems. Because when we get caught up with our problems, well, what happens? We become angry. Uh, We begin to look at ourselves and, poor me and the things that are happening to me, we get kind of uh, focused on our disappointments. We get discouraged and all those things. We start complaining. And God is saying, that's not where you're to go as a Christian. As a Christian, you're to start to focus on things that you can be thankful for, even when you're going through difficult times. Just like Jesus, he was betrayed. Didn't want to give thanks for that. He was about to die and go to the cross. He wasn't to thank God that, yeah, oh, man, I'm going to die. Although he could see past that of what was going to happen, he took the time and gave thanks. Friends in our society today, I know there's no shortage of things that we can complain about, uh, even to some of the pressures that we're facing in our world. But God is telling us as Christian people that he's looking for something different. He's looking to us to be thankful. He's looking for us to stir up ourselves, to get our hearts and our minds of all the things that are happening around us and, you know, that are discouraging us, that are getting us down, and to start focusing on things that uplift us and start giving thanks. Now, you might ask, well, how in the world can you do that? Like, when you're going through something really difficult, it's really, really hard to kind of think of anything to give thanks for Well, that passage of Scripture where it tells us to be thankful all the time, you need to take note of the verse that's right before it, 1 Thessalonians 5, 17. It says, never stop praying. And that's really a key that will help you. And as we have consistent prayer in our lives, that when you go through trials and tribulations and situations and circumstances that are not good, it's going to help you to keep a thanksgiving focus as you keep that relationship with God in prayer daily. And so, again, stressing the importance as we start to pray. And and again, God is saying, I want you to be thankful people. I don't want you to be a complainer. I don't want you to be ungrateful. I don't want you to be angry. I don't want you to even to be sad. I want you to be thankful people. And that's something that we need to be betraying to our world right now that we are thankful people. You know, as Christians, we're still ordinary people. We get upset. And, you know, sometimes I look at our posts that we do sometimes, and man, we're just nailing things. I was looking at a post today. It was just nailing the uh, prime minister um, uh, of Israel. And I'm looking at this guy and saying, well, you're a Christian, buddy. What are you doing? You got your focus wrong. Pray for peace. Pray for peace. It's not a time to be lashing out At And as Christians, we're not to be lashing out at people. We're to be seen as people who are thankful for good things and what we do have. So we're to be people who are pleasant. We're to be people who express appreciation and gratitude towards others. People who fulfill their promises. People who keep the faith. People who lift their voices and praise to God. God is wanting us to be a thankful people. And I realize, you know, as we see the events that are happening around our world, you know, They are reminders. The Bible says, watch Israel. Watch it. If you're really worried about when I'm going to return, when I'm coming back, then watch Israel. So as we look at Israel right now, man, that could blow up into a whole big powder cake. But you know, Jesus is saying to us, I want you to be thankful. Even though we see these things happening all around us, that our focus is to be a thankful person. All through scripture, we're reminded to be thankful people. Psalm 95, talking about as we come before the Lord, says, Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us show joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come to him with thanksgiving. Let us sing psalms of praise to him. And see, our thanksgiving is something that's not just to be a word spoken, it's something to be seen. It's to be something that's to be acted out. Just like as we came to church today and we started to worship the Lord, we started to lift up our hands, well, that's like a sacrifice unto the Lord. You're doing something that honors God. Bible says lift up holy hands unto the Lord. Uh, we're giving thanks to him. Uh, God wants that thanksgiving to be seen. Psalm 100, again, giving us the invitation of how we should come before our God. It says, shout with joy to the Lord all the earth. to each generation. That is a great passage of Scripture to read that when you are going through a difficult time and you're really struggling to find anything to give thanks for, that's a great one to read for yourself. Shout with joy to the Lord. Start speaking to your soul and say, okay, it's time to shout. It's time to let some praises ring forth. I'm not going to allow this situation and circumstance to rob me of my joy, to rob me of my thanksgiving, to rob me of my praise to my God. I'm going to begin to shout. I'm going to begin to call it out. I'm going to begin to sing unto the Lord and give thanks to him and praise his name. Why? Because his unfailing love continues forever, and His faithfulness continues to every generation. It's reminding us all through the Bible, thanksgiving is very important, quite necessary. Worship is an important. And if we want to get God's attention, the best way to get it is being thankful. And we can look at that in the natural as well. If, you know, if you're a younger person here and uh, you've know, you got your parents here, if you really want you know, get something from your parents, let me tell you, you got a much better chance of getting it if you start looking and approaching them with thankfulness versus "I want" or "I want this," "I want that." Start saying, "You man, I really enjoy this thing you gave me." You know, lift them up some, lift them up some. Philippians 4:6 says, "Don't worry about anything; instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all that He has done." Again, you're wanting God's attention, what's it saying? Even in our prayer time, give thanks. Talk to God, give thanks. Uh, The King James uh, puts it this way, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Very important. In everything that we do and everything that we say, let it come with thanksgiving. So as we think about that, let's keep giving thanks. It's important every day of our lives. I know it's not always easy. Sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes we get in that complain mode. Sometimes, you know, stuff hurts and it's very difficult. But God is talking to us and telling us, I want you to be thankful. I want you be a thankful people, that when the world looks at you, I want them to see that you're thankful people. And I want to tell you something, the world is looking at us as Christians today more than ever before. And they're not seeing every, everything they're seeing is not always good. And I believe that God is calling out to all Christians again to say, this is something that I want the world to see in you that you are a thankful person. Psalm 50, 14 says, Make thankfulness your sacrifice to God and keep the vows that you made to the Most High. Thankfulness is an offering to God. As we think of the Old Testament where they brought animals and sacrificed those animals to God, God is saying in the New Testament, thankfulness is the offering that He desires to see from us. And that's something we need to think about It's important in every area of our lives. And there's many ways we can show that thankfulness through words, through song, through giving, consecration, our actions, our volunteering, our praise, our obedience, our music, and that list goes on and on. But whatever way we choose to express our gratitude, give Him thanks. Give Him thanks. Don't allow the voices of the world to distract you or to rob you of your thanksgiving. Keep a focus on thanksgiving.